Hello, Brad here. Just to say we're super proud that the Friday 5pm podcast is sponsored by the Malt Miller, the UK's best home brew store. We use the Malt Miller for all of our homebrew experiments, as well as tapping them up for advice and binging on their awesome YouTube channel all the time. That's why whenever we release a homebrew video, we put a recipe kit live on the Malt Miller, so you can brew with the exact same amazing ingredients that we did. The same ingredients used by pro brewers. So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro-flushed hops, cold-stored yeast and milled-to-order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our Five Points Best Bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash maltmiller to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe, you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend. Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. Hey beer geeks, another week has gone by. I know it probably felt like a century. Is that about right, Brad? So I've I've been keeping inside. So you got I'm, the Rona. Ah, uh, who knows? Who can say, man? I mean, there's, there's it's so hard to diagnose. Um, I've certainly had some of the symptoms, but you know, that's kind of the flu, right? So <laughs> yeah, or like a cold or something. So I've you know, yeah. it's better if safe than sorry. There were like tests that could be done or sent out I by know. governments to protect its population. That that would be handy, wouldn't it? It's almost like they should be doing that, right? Yeah, feels like that. Mm. Um, yeah, I keep seeing all these memes that are like day nine in isolation, and the gag I I really enjoyed is somebody going day nine in isolation. No, wait, it's 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 day two. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's how it feels to me. Um, but I've been working on lots of really bleak stories for Good Beer Hunting. Uh, they did let me publish like a reasons to be cheerful, which I we'll go that. through at the end. We've got some more, uh, but otherwise, it's mostly been how big companies are screwing over small companies, which is just the way it was before so i don't know why i'm surprised it's the way of the world isn't it and that's i mean that's kind of i think it's brought into focus a bit more that the world is a cruel place and uh the people we should value aren't aren't really valued so yeah it's interesting do you think that maybe that it'll cause a little shift or do you think as soon as the, the pubs are open and and iceland is doing its discounts again everything will revert i think uh, people will... when I say Iceland to American listeners that's the shop we have where everything is frozen not the country which is actually very uh, very progressive very progressive probably incredibly safe and lowly uh, low density of population so they're probably pretty much self-isolating in Iceland anyway uh, <laughs> isolating am I right? Isol- oh yes there we go that's why people tune in that's the one <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think once the shops are reopened, people will probably resume their normal service of being uh, a little bit dumb, dumbed down and believing what they're told to believe. So I think probably nothing will change. But I'm hopeful that people might start to uh, be kinder to their fellow man and just sort of, you know, just appreciate each other. We've, it's all we've there got. There you we've go. Some, other, some right? good Friday feels. Exactly. Um, you're, you're drinking though, Brad, right? Yeah. You've got a beer. 
So you're going to get more positive as this podcast goes on. Exactly. I've been a little bit under the weather all week, so I haven't felt like drinking really. Um, I've been on the. I've been hitting the squash hard. Um, before I went into isolation, I bought every flavour of squash I could find. Um, <laughs> that that was your stock stock purchase. Uh, well, I had you know potatoes, some, some pasta, some TP, some toilet paper. I didn't go. I didn't go. I'm not one of the arseholes that bought loads of toilet paper. But you know, I have uh, I have a but little. You did buy all the squash. Paper. I bought well. I bought four different flavors of squash. Cool. Um, what did you get? I got a lemon, right? Which is kind of rocking my world. I've forgotten how good. Just I think it's lemon and barley. Um, yeah, that is a wonderful flavor, especially when Isn't you can't just... really taste a lot. It's like, oh, I can just about taste that. Um, like the acidity cuts through. That's it. It's, it's, Look at us analysing squash. This is what our lives have become. I think it might be the, <laughs> the best squash. I always thought orange squash was the classic, was the best, but I think maybe it's lemon. So anyway, I've got orange. That is controversial. I think, mate, I think we need a poll because... I, <laughs> you can do a Twitter poll. <laughs> the lemon... know your views. Honestly, the I'm lemon... blackcurrant all the way through. Oh, well, I got, I got um, apple and blackcurrant as well, and I got summer fruits. Which is mm-hmm. actually dreamy as well. That tastes so sweet, and it's reminding me of like strawberry Ribena, which was my um, sort of when I was a, a late teen, early twenties. That was my go-to hangover cure because it was just so incredibly syrupy and sugary uh, that I I just smash a, a couple of um, strawberry Ribenas if I was feeling particularly hungover. I can't think of anything worse than being hungover <laughs> and having something like strawberry ribena. Oh, it's I'm like very much a nectar. packet of crisps and a sleep kind of guy. Oh, give me some crisps and all. You know, maybe maybe what's it's back in the day? Frazzles has always been in my life. Got such strong flavours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking like... ready salted, absolutely. Oh no, no, no. I need I need a bit of flavour. Maybe a maybe a, a beef and onion uh, monster munch. You know. Good lord! You we're not are, talking spicy, but we're talking like flavoursome. When I'm feeling yeah. under the weather. Anyway, I asked about your beer, not your squash or your crisp hangover yeah. as well. So <laughs> what I'm, are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking a reasonably priced Rheinbacher. Um, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, the Aldi Classic. Exactly the Aldi Classic. I just fancy a Pilsner. So as I haven't been able to go out, I just had a couple of those kicking about in my fridge. And um, do you know what's tasting all right, man? Like after well, yeah, I mean, we should let people into this secret. If you're ever in, in need of a discount but very high-quality lager, we believe Rheinbacker, which you can get at Aldi for about 70p a can? Uh, well, I'm drinking, a, I'm drinking it out of a glass, so I'm drinking a 500ml uh, right, brown, right, you're a classy brown glass. Aldi yeah, beer of buy. course. Um, but it, yeah, it's it's Kronbacker, right? It's just made by Kronbacker. It's yeah, the same thing, it's like a rebadged Kronbacker. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Which is a decent enough lager. So that that's our top tip. If 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 you you know, money's a little bit tight for a lot of people right now. I'm a freelance writer, so I can uh, attest to that. Um uh Rheinbacker is a great solution. Yeah, it's responsibly. It's awesome. It's brewed in accordance with the German purity laws. Uh so you know it's 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 good stuff. Um, in terms of the way it's been Well, treated. bear in mind that Bex is also brewed according to <laughs> Weinheitsgebot, so it's not a guarantee. No, but we're, we're telling everybody that this stuff tastes all right. Um, yeah. And I haven't babied it It's got it the Craft Beer Channel guarantee. Exactly. That's yeah. what you want, man. The, the old Rheinbacker. <laughs> they should put that on the can. They should. That, that's funny, actually, because we, we have actually had our uh, one of our beers for sale in Audi before. With, with, <laughs> we um, have. 
what were what were they called? Uh, the the Brains Brewery Brains had a craft brewery, brewery brand, it. and yeah. we brewed a beer called Black Mountain with them, which was a black IPA. Yeah. Um. And we yeah we brewed it. It was one of the first first videos we made way way back in 2013. Um. And yeah, who was it that discovered it was in Aldi like two years ago? Yeah, it was really random. Like I just thought it died a death or whatever. I, I know yeah. you said that they were still making it and selling it in Wales in in keg and whatnot but to actually go into uh, my local i think it was Lidl or aldi i can't remember which one um in catford and and see it on the shelf i was just like really confused you know it was it was kind of surreal there was a little version of me on the can with <laughs> with a little pair of short shorts i'm not sure why they put short shorts on me because you're always uh, wearing short shorts oh of course you're never nude oh of course of course i am tobias um but yeah that was that was weird and then there was you on there i think They'd taken Jim off of the label. I'm not sure. Have they taken him off? That I don't know. I, I can't really remember. I can't but believe you didn't buy a load of cans. No, it was it was in um it was in bottle again. Oh, it was in bottle, was it? Right. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't have it wouldn't have stored very well. But I but saying that I have got I think I've kept um most of the collabs stuff we've done. Just just the empty bottles. So I've got um Gypsy Hill Drifter. Which is the New England IPA? I think we were like what the second in the UK to to brew a NEPA? I think we were we were yeah by by like a week or two we were second yeah yeah so we were right there at the beginning of the NEPA vibes. Um, so I've got one of those. I've got a few versions of, of those where like batch one where our name was on it in big, and then the, the next batch it was a, a little bit smaller. And then another batch where they just totally removed our name, which was a little... Well, the recipe did change three times, so we didn't have a lot to do with the beer by that point. No, no. But it was still still nice. I mean, I love Gypsy Hill, so it was great to to kind of have that local South London uh, hookup. And they are, of course, now our Patreon. Years later, they joined our Patreon, so much love. And to them, um, I've yeah. seen Drifter on tap relatively recently as well, so it is still being rebrewed. I think maybe once a year. Great stuff, great stuff. Yeah, and there was talk of us doing another collab with them. So we hopefully once all of this shit, you know, gets a little bit more under control, we might be able to do that and some of the other uh, lovely things we've been planning. Who? Well, yeah. Who knows? Who knows when it's going to be over? Mm. But we will hopefully have our Imperial Stout. I think, having spoken to Glen Affric, that might have to wait until lockdown is over as well. Yeah. Uh, being an Imperial Stout, that's not not an issue, other than just I'm really keen to try it. But there we go. Okay. Um, so this week's video, um, it was the first ever solo sofa sessions. Oh. How did you feel watching it back, Brad, was, when you weren't uh, there? I was pretty sad, and I, and I thought, oh God, what if he doesn't need me anymore? <laughs> you know, it's genuinely slightly panicked. Um, obviously, you you know so much about beer um, uh, that it's you know you can do these things on your own. Um, I can fill a gap about beer. You, that's you for can sure. you can talk uh, where I would normally talk nonsense or whatever else. You can you can fill that with knowledge, mate. So you know, it was highly enjoyable. Um, I like that you've still got the the production values in there with the different, um, you know, close ups and all the rest of it. I thought maybe that might have slipped a little bit, but no, it was great. Ooh, how um, dare you? No, no, no. I mean, what I mean is, you know, what you were one man banding it. I thought <laughs> maybe you'd forget to do pickups or whatever, but no, you absolutely smashed it. 
um, you know, and I, and I wanted to be there drinking it with you, mate. So I think did, the next did you one... enjoy my little reference to you right at the start? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> Looking, I, I should have uh, t- teleported myself in with, with computer graphics in at that point. Holographic. What, what I'm thinking is next batch. I should mm. would be nice. I could cut to you. Yeah, and you could tell a nonsense story that doesn't really apply to the beer, and then we could cut back to me, and it's basically service resumed. That's it. That's it. I think that's what we need to do. Um, <laughs> you know, for at least some of them, I'd I'd love to be involved. So we were talking about sort of doing a Skype call, and then you filming your end, me filming my end, uh, and being able to cut me in. So I'm kind of kind of uh, kind of present, but not really actually present. Yeah. Hopefully um, we'll be able to work out a way to do that. You also won't be able to taste the beers I'm drinking, but that was kind of the point because mm. I've got some very special beer I don't want to share. Well, I, I, yeah, I did clock that as well. You drunk some <laughs> of the really good stuff there. But um, yeah, man, I thought it was great. Look, I mean, to be able to still produce content of such quality uh, amidst these very odd times, I think is a testament to you, sir. So I doff well, my thanks, hat to man. you. Um, <laughs> and you but know, To make it even better... What we're looking for is content from from you guys, from our, exactly. our listeners and our watchers. Um, so we've started a campaign called Hashtag Beer Stash. And what we're encouraging you to do is in these bleak times, these potentially end times, to crack the beers that you've been saving for a special occasion. Because who knows, you might not get a chance to ever crack them. Um, so that's what I've been doing. And I showed the ones that I'm going to be cracking for the next four weeks uh, in that first video, um, which includes some really rare stuff that I'd actually forgotten I had. Um, one of them is worth quite a lot of money. I think I might do that one next. Uh, the Oof. Vintage Ale from Fuller's from 2010. Um, so please do, uh, if you decide to crack something special out of your beer stash, uh, tell us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or in the comments on the videos we've been doing recently. Uh, just hashtag it beer stash and we'll be able to find it. We've already had um, some lovely entries. So the video I did that we were just talking about was about Mills Foxpick. Uh, I had a bottle of their first ever batch um, and had heard rave reviews, so I've been saving it for a special occasion. I finally found it. Um, but we put it out there. We got quite a few responses. It's early days so far, but we've had um, Vinny UK, who said he really enjoyed the video and loves Mills, and he showed me his stash, which also has vintage ales and Bourbon County Stout in it, as well as an aged Orval and some Yellow Belly. So he is loving life right wow. now. Um I saw somebody's got a side project saison, which I'm very jealous about. High Speed Soul. Damn. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing what he thinks when he cracks that. Uh, Vessel Beer Shop, which is a great beer shop down in Plymouth, run by uh, a lovely couple. Um, they found in their stash an Imperial Raspberry Stout from Thornbridge that was bottled in 2013. Bloody Nora. Um, and they said it's now just all raspberries which is not what I'd expect from, from ageing. I'd have thought that would have broken down and you'd have been left with the roast, but that sounds delicious. Yum. Um, and then Alex for Jackson on Instagram, he cracked a 2019 uh, cuvee from Burning Sky. Um, and I've got a 2015, maybe 2016 bottle of cuvee back from the real early days uh, of Burning Sky. So old that they, I think they must have printed the label on like their their desktop printer because it is <laughs> pixelated to hell and has a weird matte finish to it so is that one um, on your spreadsheet johnny that is on my spreadsheet good oh. link so i spent uh, all of uh tuesday night um documenting my entire beer stash well not my entire beer stash the beer stash of stuff that is worth potentially worth aging um so i took out all the stuff that sort of collected over the years that i 
didn't really fancy at the time and just put the stuff that could be good aged. And that came to about 90 bottles. Wow. Um, loads more barley wine than I thought. Loads more um, mixed fermentation stuff than I thought. And a pretty hearty collection of imperial stouts as well. Um, so I am well set for the end of the world. Um, I won't remember the end of the world, but then <laughs> I guess no one will. No, no. <laughs> um, so you can check out. I've put that uh, for public viewing uh, in the comments of my the video I did on Wednesday. Uh, and it's on Twitter as well. So you can go and have a look at what's in my stash. Um, should you should you want to feel a little bit of jealousy or indeed if you want to feel like a like a, a real big wig, if you've got a better collection, I'd love to see yours. So do catalogue it if you're really bored. Ooh. Exactly. Have you had any... Exactly, because um, we're not nerdy enough. No, no. Have you had any black market uh, nefarious offers to buy any of your stash? I haven't. I've been disappointed by oh. that. I've got yeah, I've got some teal can in there that I thought would interest some American traders, but no, no approaches as yet. Had some comments from people saying that they would have traded that if they had that. So I, of course, said, no, don't trade. We get amazing IPAs in this country. So just go to your local bottle shop, support them, and buy amazing IPA there and keep your delicious mixed firm stuff. Yes, I agree, man. That's that's the thing. Good. Keep it On off the that market. Page. Although, um, I guess, I mean, how are you finding it? I haven't tried to buy anything this week from bottle shops, but are we are we still in a good position to be doing that? I mean, most of them are doing online sales. Um, so you can get so it. So they've, they've they've all had to kind of adapt to survive, haven't they? Really? Yeah. They, the well, a lot of them probably had bottle shop online bottle shops already, um, but they, a, a couple have had to launch them or have started um, doing sort of you can phone up and order and they'll bring it round to you and do a sort of knock and run with a box. Um, yeah. So they are all adapting slowly. Um, but yeah, it's tough. I mean, it, bottle shops probably have it a little bit better than everyone else, like pubs. Um, if you want to check out my work for Good Bit Hunting, it's bleak, bleak to be a pub mm. right now, especially if you don't own your pub, um, or, or even if you own it and you're paying mortgages on it. It's not easy, um, and you can't trade at all, really. Um, but yeah, let, let's not get, let's not fall down that avenue. Let's be positive. Let's talk yes, about amazing yeah. stuff that's been happening because related to web shops, there have been um, loads of breweries doing their best. Um, to help out uh, in these rough times. Uh, Northern Monk were giving away free cans of faith to um, NHS staff. Cloudwater, I think we might have mentioned in the last podcast, they've got a button where you can just donate a pound, and once it reaches 50 quid, they'll ship a box to a doctor or nurse or, or frontline NHS staff. Um, Gary Lineker's donating a couple of months of his salary. Good old Gary Lineker. What a ledge. Yeah, he's a, he's a good man, Gary. Um, yeah. A very, a very tolerable TV personality. Although he did steal our Walker's Crisp campaign that I've, I've been eyeing up for a very long time. I think he already I've... had it. Hasn't he had it since <laughs> the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> he has had it a long time, yeah. Uh, um, we need to get rid of him so yeah. we, can, we can take that mantle. But, okay. Uh, well, I retract yeah. my positive statement <laughs> about him so that we can have Walker's. Um, and a really heartwarming story, not actually a brewery doing good, but people doing good, is Fierce Beer up in Scotland. Uh, they've been worried about their business, what's going to happen to them. So they started a crowdfunder. Um, crowdfunder.co.uk are offering free campaigns to any hospitality industries that are struggling, which is really good of them. Um, and Fierce Beer took advantage of that, and they've raised about £130,000. Um, no way. Yeah, That's which amazing. is insane. All through just wow. buying vouchers 
ready to spend when they get to reopen and start selling again. Okay, that's. I mean, this is that's a great idea, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I couldn't. It, if you're a brewer, that's a brilliant yeah, idea. You should be doing it, even if you only that. raise a couple of grand. Obviously, that's going to make a huge, huge help, difference. Man. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, that's brilliant. That's brilliant to hear that sort of thing. Yeah, so there's some pretty solid reasons to be cheerful. Um, there are. Yeah. So, uh, that brings to an end uh, this week's Friday 5pm podcast. If you've heard some good news or if you want to share your beer stash, please do. You can get us at Beer Channel on Twitter, at Craft Beer Channel on Instagram, and find us on Facebook and obviously the Ootubes. Um, what have you got planned for the next couple of days, Brad? Are you going to get involved in the next video? Uh, yeah, I'd love to get involved in the next video. Without a doubt, I will be involved in the next video, um, if you'll have me. We'll via, find a way. Via, via some sort of outside broadcast system. Um, next few days, um, I'm going to be doing... I'm starting to feel a little bit better, so I'm hopefully going to be doing a little bit of home improvement, a little bit of craft beer channel stuff. I've just been redesigning the the bubble logo and the uh, Friday 5pm logo. Yep, yep. Giving them a bit of love and then some other stuff. Um yeah, what about you, Johnny? What are you up to? You, you've been working hard a week, haven't you? So I've been covering lots of new break. stories. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a quiet weekend. Maybe a weekend in, Brad. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, <laughs> doesn't that sound absolutely the same as every other? Oh God, doesn't it? Yeah. The Bubble Podcast is brought to you by the nerds behind YouTube's Craft Beer Channel. Head to youtube.com slash the craft beer channel to watch this week's video and over 400 more exciting episodes. If you love what we do, please, please, please do subscribe and even join our Patreon at patreon.com slash craft beer channel. Love and beer. Oh.